I'm, it changed my perspective, which changed, you know, my position, you know, where I was in that place. And it was really good. Uh, that's what really helped me. But it was all through online. And this is why I'm so passionate about, is exuberant about reaching people today is because in a given moment, like we can literally change the culture with our cell phones. We can really uh, impact people with the camera, you know? And that changed everything. You're listening to the Influencer Podcast, episode 138. Rashawn Copeland is a minister who writes and a writer who preaches. Rashawn is a social media consultant, author, founder of Without Walls Ministries, and author of Start Where You Are. He writes about the greatest love story ever, the millennial generation, creativity, innovation, social media, and personal growth. He loves his wife, his kids, and God, and is also the host of the podcast, Scriptures and Stories. He recently signed a six-figure book deal and is here today to share what he has learned as far as growth and building strong communities in the digital space using faith and focus. This is a beautiful episode, and I cannot wait for you to listen. If you want to download your free transcript today of this episode, head to juliesolomon.net slash 138. Welcome to the Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Julie Solomon, a marketing strategist, brand building expert, speaker, and New York Times bestselling publicist. This is where I take you behind the scenes with today's top influencers, industry insiders, and entrepreneurs as they share step-by-step strategies to help you turn your online dreams into a purposeful and profitable business. Hi, Rashawn. It is so great to have you with us today. Hey, Julie, I'm super excited to be on Humble. Thank you so much. I am so excited. I know that you have so much wisdom when it comes to so much with faith and belief and strategy and business growth and really how all of these things can, can kind of organically come together and really grow when the message is true and it's authentic and it's wanting to make an impact. So with that said, I would love for you to kind of share a little bit about where you came from and how you got to this massive 5 million plus community of of faithful followers who just really soak up the incredible work that you do. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for that amazing stellar introduction, friend. Oh, so I started off uh, really a military kid, military brat. I ended up moving to Oklahoma, uh, where my dad was stationed in the military. And after finishing college at the University of Central Oklahoma, I decided that I was going to commission the Army, try to follow his footsteps. But I noticed, like, trying to win approval of my dad, I sort of landed in a place where I was discontent. I was like, no, I don't want to go this route anymore. It got real. Uh, so at that point, I was began to look around social media, of course, Instagram, Facebook. I seen all of these amazing influencers doing great things out of LA and New York. You know how it is, that comparison thing. I started looking into somebody else's lane, and I ended up going, stumbling out to LA, actually, where you are. And yeah. that's was really fun. I spent some time, I call it, you know, it's the city of angels. But what changed everything for me is I actually met a quote-unquote angel on Facebook that met me in one of my darkest moments. Uh, This girl uh, that was on social media, uh, and she was the only Christian girl I was following, and I will go into a little bit of faith, but I'll definitely keep it on the business side of time. But it was amazing, phenomenal. Um, As I went out and chased my dream, and I'll get back to the the young lady, but I, 
I literally started being really successful. I was with the Viners, with YouTubers. My platforms were blowing up. Uh, there was one of my videos that got five or 50 million views on um, on Vine and 5 million in the first maybe, I think it was 12 hours. And literally, like you, we're talking like Curtis Lepore, uh, uh, Day Storm, uh, King Batch, a lot of these bigger influencer guys, I would be in their circles and... The more I began to get fame, my Twitter platform started blowing up, my Facebook started blowing up, uh, the more I felt deeply unsatisfied. And I remember, you know, one night going through a bout of depression, I'm sitting in this beautiful home in the Valley of LA as, um, as I began to like just search my heart, wondering like, is this it? You know, you know, I came out here, now things are blowing up. I'm on like the rocket ship of internet fame in Hollywood, the things are happening for me, opportunities are coming, but yet uh, I don't feel content still. So at this point, I'm just like, okay, uh, I, w I began to think, think about suicide. I got in a place where I was uh, wrestling with, you know, the idea of suicide and it wasn't really cool because I did once, I got shot my senior year in high school. So I, I didn't want to go through that havoc again of, you know, pulling the trigger on myself, but here's what happened. Here's what changed everything. I pick up my phone, and when I pick up my phone, this Facebook you know, app pops up, and it was an alert showing that this girl named Genesis had posted, and when I read the post, uh, it, it said and spoke something to me that I will never, never forget. Uh, she wrote a post that said, oh, how wide, how deep, how vast the love of God is. And nothing in all creation can separate us from the love that's found in Christ Jesus. And when I began to read that, as I read, I started weeping. And I, I knew at that moment, I there was more. There was more. Instead of chasing profit, I could be chasing purpose. And then profit essentially chase me once I'm faithful in doing what God has called me to do. And it changed everything for me. So that's where I found myself. And that was the big life lesson. The price of acceptance is too high if it costs you who you are. And that changed everything for me right there. Oh, that's so beautiful. I, I would call that a God shot. Yeah, when you nice. saw that with her yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, so I love that the the pride, the what you just said about it's it's just it's truly amazing, and and I love how you've been able to take your faith and take your belief and and have it walk alongside all of the amazing work and messaging that you do, and that's a big thing that I always like to tell people, no matter what you know, no matter what you believe or whom you believe or whatever faith path you may or may not be on, when you're showing up in the world, trying to make it better than what you found it, it is a service. Yes. It is not a sell. It is wow. not a business. It is a, it is a service. And as much as you can come from a place of service, the broader that your message is going to be and the more people and the more lives that you're going to be able to change. So I would love to kind of hear, because there was a lot there of how you kind of, you saw a lot of success, quote unquote, right? Mm -hmm. You saw this, this amazing rise, but you felt spiritually and emotionally bankrupt in a lot yeah. of ways. So okay. I would first love, because I think that a lot of people listening can relate to that, that whether you're someone who has five followers or whether you're someone who has 5 million followers, I hear from both of those 
types of people all of the time that if they aren't living their authentic truth, if they aren't really giving back to the world, if they aren't coming from a place of service, if they're trying to, but don't feel like they really are making that impact, they all feel spiritually and emotionally bankrupt and they don't know which way to turn. So walk us through that a little bit. Um, and I, and I want to kind of talk I want to talk later about how you were able to kind of build that in that world of LA, not really knowing anyone and kind of how that happened. But I first want to talk about how, you know, when you started to really think of it from a purpose-driven platform, how things started to shift for you. So you kind of talked about how your life was like before that, you know, you had all of this going on, but you, I mean, you were to the point of, of considering suicide. I mean, that is, that is a, that's when you know that you are, that you are there. Yes. Um, having a faith, yeah. being reminded of a faith, having that message come through on Facebook really started changing your perspective. How were you able to step out of the darkness and start going more into the light? And then I want to talk about how your business was able to follow. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you so much for asking that, Julie. I think one of the bigger things, uh, the biggest things that ended up propelling me, you know, out of the darkness into the light was my hunger. Uh, for, you know, connection with someone who, you know, had that hopeful life, who had the real thing, you know? And I reached out to that young lady um, and I connected with her, the young girl that posted on my Facebook, who now, you know, reminded me of, you know, who I am and I'm loved and also I have a purpose. I, I ended up getting on a phone conversation with her from that point and she pretty much encouraged me. She pretty much was like, hey, snap out of it. You know, you are not you know, your life isn't determined by your past or by the messy situation you're in now. Uh, This is going to be a message to the world, this dark and broken world that, you know, God is going to use. And that sort of like catapulted me into this. um, It changed my perspective, which changed, you know, my position, you know, where I was in that place. And it was really good. Uh, that's what really helped me. But it was all through online. And this is why I'm so passionate about, is exuberant about reaching people today is because in a given moment, like we can literally change the culture with our cell phones. We can really uh, impact people with the camera, you know? And that changed everything. So, yeah. Yeah, I love that you talked about perspective because I, I really do believe that it's in those moments that we have to think about, you know, what is the miracle in the mess? right? What is the miracle in this mess right now? What, what is this supposed to be teaching me? How do I not waste this opportunity to learn something? And there was something that you had said to me before we got on this conversation, when I was talking to you about mistakes or challenges that you possibly made in the past and how you recovered. And you said something that I think is so important that I would love for you to dive in on that. You said, there were times that I wasn't teachable and reachable because Mm. of that my business suffered badly. My friends, have you ever thought that you have done the hard part? You have started your business and you have taken that leap from belief into really stepping out and claiming a vision for yourself. But you know that if you want to make money doing what you love, you need other support. You need to grow. You need to scale. You need a marketing strategy. You need a lot of this stuff. Now, of course, I talk so much about these things, right? Like how to identify your target audience, where to find them, which marketing channels to focus on. So you're really making the most out of your budget. And of course, how to use things like data to set goals. But there's another great podcast that I love out there that also talks about this stuff. And it's called This is Small Business. 
This is Small Business, an original podcast from Amazon, answers so many of these kinds of questions. Whether you're dreaming of starting your business or you're looking to take a part-time side hustle full-time, or maybe you're a few years in and you're ready to scale. This is Small Business is going to give you the practical tips that you can start using today. And I know that if you love these topics on my podcast, you're going to love them on this one too. Make sure to follow This is Small Business on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you don't miss these fantastic episodes. And a big thanks to This is Small Business business for sponsoring the show. So talk to me about that. How did you specifically, how did you looking back, see those moments when you were not teachable or reachable? Because I think a lot of times people feel like I can't grow no matter what I do. I can't get myself out of this situation. I'm so stuck. This is not working for me. Nothing ever works for me, but it could be because they're resistant to being open to that teachability and that reachability. Yes. This happened on two layers. Uh, as I think about it, as I go through the corridors of history and I think about this, I'm, I imagine myself back in LA and I'm in a room full of influencers. I mean, people who are making crazy impact. Uh, their businesses are, you know, rocket shipping. They're doing really good stuff. And uh, here's the big thing. I would always look for the seven people, the seven top people in the room that I would sort of be blinded to the guy that's next to me. You know, and I wasn't um, really open to the opportunity of connecting with people who were where I, who was where I was at the time. I was so caught up in like, I need to go for that big fish. I need to go for that big fish. But needless to say, that person next to you may have 14 followers, but their aunt or uncle may own two multi-billion dollar industries that can change the whole trajectory of your life. You know what I'm saying? So... But when I started learning this, when I started remembering, you know, that the truth is everyone has infinite value. Everyone has something you can, you know, learn from or something they can teach you. It began to open up so many opportunities, which really, really, you know, brought, you know, some of the greatest, you know, things into fruition for my life and ministry and business. So, Oh, I love what you just said about everyone has infinite value because what came up for me in that moment was that it's, I believe that to be true as well, but it's because I believe it to be true. You have to believe that. You have to believe that you have infinite value to give and to share to the world. And I think that that, you know, it does go back to that piece of, um, really believing and trusting and giving over to a power that is greater than you. I think it's so easy when we get into this online space because it can feel very isolating, right? And it's like you see the metrics of everyone else and you see all of these other people and all of that starts to happen that you, a lot of times we start to forget that that we aren't the most powerful people, that we really do think that we have the utmost power and control over everything. Very it's true. just not the case. Like you, you have to be able to start believing in your own infinite abilities, but at the same time, yes. you've got anything that you can't control, which is really everything other than your own thoughts and feelings. <laughs> you have to give that over. So I want to talk a little bit about... Um, about your business and about what you do. Um, so share that quickly. And then I want to get into st- some strategy points because oh. I mean, you have a, you know, you've just signed a massive book deal. You yeah. have an email list of over a hundred thousand people that subscribe to it, which I want to get into what you yeah. talk about on that email list, how you've been able to grow that, but share a little bit about okay. what your business and your content looks like today. 
Awesome. Thank you so much, Julie, again for asking. So Frontier Creative is a business, me and a buddy uh, named Mark Goring. We launched up here in Oklahoma City where we're from. And our big thing, just our simple, you know, just lay it out straight. We want to connect people with their people. And how does it look for us as digital marketers uh, to give you the confidence that you can actually connect with them? And that's what we do. That's what how we lay it out. And we want to, so what I've discovered, and I listened to a bunch of story brand, I listened to your podcast, which has really helped our business. And ton, you know, there's tons of other ways that I've been teachable that's helped me out a ton. Like I didn't go to college for, you know, business or anything. I really have just come under the wings of people like you and also like, uh, you know, Donald Miller. And uh, it's, it's really helped us so much as we began this, you know, to, to really you know, scale this business and everything. So, yeah. That's awesome. So you, you look for people around you that you may want to learn from, that you may want to connect with, that sort of thing. Uh-huh. And then how do you connect people with people? How do you do that for your customers and your audience? So depending on their uh, short-term and long-term goals, what we do is we do a pretty much a discovery meeting and we figure out what exactly are they trying to do. If you're an influencer wanting to just, you know, grow your platform organically, we have systems and strategies and, you know, tactics and techniques. We just pour out to you as we uh, are, we do management. Oh, sorry. We do management service, but we also offer, you know, uh, different uh, techniques and strategies to, to get you launched off in the right direction. Yeah. And so if you were to say who your ideal customer would be, who is that person? Are they just starting out in business? Have they been at it for a while? Kind of where are they in their growth? Okay. So our main customer uh, base is really in the Christian niche. So we have a ton of like book publishers. We have uh, Pure Flix production companies. We have ministries and ministers, like you name it, but also other nonprofits, nonprofits that uh, really, you know, reach the needs of people, different people groups all across the world. And uh, that's that's usually who our uh, base is, our client base. And then tell me a little bit about the platform growth, specifically with your email list, because I know that you... And, and kind of what you've learned so far, because I know that you have an email list of, as I mentioned, of over 120,000 people. Yes. And so really being able to build a strong community in the digital space. And I think also too, it's one thing just to build it, but have them keep coming back and engaging with your content. I would love to kind of know what you share in the content, how you were able to build that email list mm. and, and what's kind of found in those emails to keep people there and engaged. Okay, great. I'll start out with how we built the list. Okay, great. I'll start out with how we built the list. It is insane what you can do once you implement the systems. Uh, like for instance, Chat Fuel. Chat Fuel has been gold for us. Uh, really having an automated, you know, um, messenger that connects with the individual. You can send gifts. You can send pictures. You can send video content that really resonates with your people, uh, devotionals for our instance, because we want to encourage and share, you know, hope and life with people. So it's been really nice to see the response of that. And if you think about it, we have 5 million followers uh, just on I'm So Blessed Daily. And anyone who uh, engages our posts, like, comment, 
or even shares, they get an instant message, a quick message into their messenger from us, you know, just greeting them, uh, encouraging them. And from that point, we do the call to action where they place their email and it's just been growing so much. But there's another in parallel, there's another way we grow our email list is through groups. We have several Christian groups that we've been growing and you know of course you know in order to be in the group they would have to put in their email and then we would audit you know uh sort of manually put their names on our email list and connect with them that way and lastly every single post we do regardless of what kind of post what platform there's a call to action uh in the comments not necessarily because we notice it affects the algorithm when you put websites on facebook within the uh, caption area. So we put in the comments and uh, every brand who posts organically from their page is they're, they're, um They have that, um, uh, the top posts, you know, they get the, yeah, the top comment. Yeah. To the top. So yeah, that's how we basically. I know I'm the same way. I'm like, I don't know how to say this, but it works. I promise. Yes, I know exactly. <laughs> so many in- intricacies. Yes, yeah. totally. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, so you, t- so that, that feature was called, um, for Facebook, the chat feature. Chat fuel, yes. Chat it's been so fuel. good for us. Okay. And so it basically just allows you to automate like everything that you, that you do. Exactly. On, and just a way to like stay in communication with your audience on Facebook. Can you use it? Do you use it like on, uh, I know you can't use it on Instagram because of the way that it's just set up, but um, is there a way, is is that correct? Do you use it on Instagram? No, you can't use it on Instagram. Yeah. However, there's ways you can um, really, so there's, I want to share with you about the growing your platform organically, how you can share your content within groups. Uh, So for instance, us being a Christian niche, we find the top 100, top 50, top 25, depending on what you want to do, Christian groups, and we share our content within those groups. And then it gets tons of tractions, engagement. And then at that point, chat fuel is the system that goes and and connects with them, but also gives us the opportunity to get them on the list. We have different strategies where we do texting and different things like that, uh, that helps a ton when you're growing relationally as well. So, okay. So you, sorry, I just want to make sure, cause this is okay. really good stuff. So, um, you're obviously the content that you share and create is faith-based is Christian-based. And so you yes. look for other Christian-based content creators. Exactly. And then how do you, how do you kind of piggyback off that again? So the way we piggyback off of it, typically they'll have, uh, this page is team leader is this, or this individual. Or you can go to groups and say, look up the admin and you connect with them. You're in the same space. You know, you both can gotcha. bring other value. And then from there, when that partnership's formed, you keep going, keep going to the next person, but make it a sustainable community within uh, just you and the people who are leaders in your niche. And then before you know it, you work together, your pages blow up. This, yeah, this again is how we're able to get to where we are within three years. That's amazing. So if if anyone's listening and wants to kind of be able to write down or kind of go through some of what what Rashawn just walked us through, you can go to juliesolomon.net forward slash 
129. And you can download a free script transcript to this episode because I think what he just walked you through is a really good hack on yes. how to organically build. So again, that's mm-hmm. juliesolomon.net forward slash 129. Um, all right, Rashawn. So I want to also talk a little bit about um, inspiration. So okay. obviously you are your content is centered around inspiring people, lifting them up, offering them encouragement. Do you see that that is something... Because I think a lot of times people, or at least in in the world in my world that I'm in, they mm-hmm. feel like they need to stay very heady, right? They just need to talk about strategy. They need to talk about business. You know, inspiration's not sexy. Like, you know, inspiring someone or offering them enlightenment in that way—that's not what they're needing. Yeah. You know, what's your take on that? So, I'm, okay, this is really good because I was just talking to my wife about this because she's a part of our online ministry and everything. Uh, but the biggest thing I would highlight to that individual who's uh, struggling with whether or not you want to lean towards information or inspiration, I would say it will, it will be the people who experience, you know, the greatest love that you have, not the information uh, that will be extremely influenced by you. It will be the people who know you sincerely want and genuinely want to connect with them uh, and connect, you know, put, put them put them above yourself, basically. That's, just, that's something that we've been always trying to really, you know, hone in on is that what matters most isn't necessarily you and your brand it's the audience it's the people you're doing it for uh and that's been one of the greatest things when i stop looking at people like resources for material gain that's when i began to see those amazing blessings and opportunity come into fruition like so yeah i would encourage with that just Leadership, I believe, influence itself is leadership is having the capacity to influence others through inspiration, but it's generated by a passion, is motivated by a vision, but it's birthed from a conviction. And deep down, it's produced by a purpose from, you know, I believe your creator who made you intricately and uniquely to do something, a specific calling. Yeah, so, yeah. Thank you. That's so beautiful. And it, it actually, it made me kind of have this aha moment too with you, because I think that you, you've been, because of the content that you create, because it's so inspirational, because it's so intimate and because it's something that you can quickly get out there to, you know, yeah. say something to someone to really start their day off right or inspire their day. It really goes to show, you know, you have a massive Twitter platform. And I think that it's because it's so fast on Twitter, right? There's just like this constant consuming of information that to have those touch points of inspiration, I think is so important. So if you're someone out there who's listening, who, you know, maybe you do a lot of those quotables, maybe you have some inspiration to share and you feel like, you're not getting anywhere on some other kind of platform, test out using other platforms because each platform is different. The audience yeah. is different and they may want and, and they may consume things in a different way. So I just found that really interesting as I know that Twitter's a really big platform for you. And now that you're talking about how and how you deliver the content and the type of content that you create, I'm like, oh, that makes sense because yeah. of the way that people consume Twitter. And so I just think that that's a really interesting point too, um, to those listening. And then I know that you also speak. 
So I would love to kind of hear about if there's someone out there that's like, you know, Rashawn, I feel like I have this message in my heart. Um, I feel called to share it, but I don't know how to get connected. I don't know how Mm. to get the book deal. I don't know how to speak on the stage. I don't know how to you know, even look for the support and how to do that. Like I'm ready to go. I have all this passion inside of me, but how do I actually get on that stage? Um, Any kind of tips or guidance that you have on that? That is uh, phenomenal. Uh, So I'm thinking even with myself, I remember three years ago being a young man uh, who was working in a hospital, minimum wage, and I wanted to sort of jump into the speaking. I wanted to jump into writing books, but I I would encourage whoever's listening right now who's going through that, right now your book is being written. And also through your platform, just get started. Start where you are and don't worry about, you know, where are exactly, uh, don't worry about like this moment, having it all together, having the right, resources and people around i would just say start start getting out content you know be real authentic about you know your message and um whenever you get those opportunities go meet with other people who are in the industry get those mentors people who can pour into you and share with you you know what they're walking through and how you know where they were whenever they started i think it's just about having that accountability and having people around you who are where you want to be you know, I, I think of it like this. Someone said one day, uh, yeah, the chicken mentality or the eagle mentality. Either you're going to flock with the chickens or you're going to fly with the eagles. Go find the eagles to walk with or fly with. So, And I, I love that. And I think that's such, I mean, one, I love what you said, start where you are, which is also yeah. the title of your book. Yeah. So, I mean, and I think that that's just a big thing that people are constantly waiting for that permission, right? They're waiting for someone to give them the permission or someone to say that it's your time is now or because they're so scared to take the leap. They're so scared to leave that minimum wage job and follow their dreams. They're so, they're so scared to leave the the cushiony corporate job that they've been in for eight years now to go and to follow that message and that calling. But you have to be able to start where you are. And I loved what you said about, you know, flying with the Eagles, find those people that you Mm -hmm. admire, that you, that you want the business and life that they have and go Mm -hmm. to them. And even if you can never reach them, even if that person is Oprah, right? Work with Oprah any way that you can consume her content, read her books, watch her television shows, read her bios, go to any events that she's having, no matter how big or small that this person may be, find who that person is for you and seek them in any way that you can. It doesn't mean that you, you can, you know, there's a lot of people that I admire that I'm never going to meet in my entire life, but I read their books. I consume their content. I learn about them. I read their bios. I figure out as much as I can about how they got to where they are. And then that allows me to figure out how can I continue to become the best version of myself you know, to, to find my path and get on that way. So start where you are. I love that. Can you share with us a little bit about the book? I know it's coming out fall 2020, I believe. Yeah. So, awesome. Um, yeah. So share to... a little bit about start where you are. So start where you are was literally a book that was birthed out of a place of, you know, not knowing how to deal with the messy areas and spaces in my life. I like anxiety, depression, you know, and, wanting the opportunity to 
be transformed, to be changed, but not knowing where to go, where to start. Uh, and one of the greatest things about this message is it's going to be a story of how God meets us in our mess. He loves us through it and he leads us out of it, you know, and because of that, you know, we get to not only be participated, uh, we not only get to be participants in the greatest love story ever, but we actually can be who we are. We actually can be broken and uh, know that that's what made, you know, the life of Jesus beautiful, you know, and, you know, how he takes our brokenness and he makes it blessed. You know, that's what it's going to be about. Just uh, how we, yeah, go from one place to another from, yeah, from far from God, close to him. So yeah, that's where it is. Thank you, Rashawn. And I just, I appreciate so much of your steadfastness and your belief and your faith. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times people in this online space, you know, no matter what they believe, if they identify as Christian or Jewish or Hindu or Buddhism or whatever, they tend to not want to be super vocal about it because they don't want to ruffle feathers and they don't want to, um, you know, repel people and they don't, you know, they, they want to appease everyone. But like I always say, if you're talking to everybody, you're talking to nobody. And the more you get authentic with your truth, with your belief, whatever that is, then that is true for you. And the more that you share that, the more that you will shine. I know that there's going to be a lot of people here that maybe identify as a Christian, or maybe they don't and they're just seeking, but they love your message and they love your passion and they love that. So I think just even hearing that from Michonne is such an important reminder to not shy away from what you believe because it may be the it may be the key to unlock everything yes. for you. Amen. Yeah. So good, Julie. You're an encourager. I'm so excited. Thank you. And I love too that you I'm I, I get to see Rashawn on video right now. I know those listening don't, but you, there's a ring light in your room. And so it's oh, reflecting yeah. on the window and it's literally like a halo above your head. Oh, nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just, like, you're just an yeah. angel with your <laughs> halo. It's amazing. <laughs> I love it. Um, okay. Rashawn, what does influence mean to you? Uh, influence means, uh, one it reflects right back to leadership. I believe, uh, all people are leaders, not specifically of people, but of a, of a gift. We all have something to offer. It's like a tree with its fruit. Uh, you know, people are going to come to us and, you know, it may be by happenstance, you know, or where we work or our children, our family, they'll be influenced by us. So leadership is having the capacity to influence people through inspiration, not manipulation, but inspiration generated by passion, motivated by, by vision, but it's birthed from a conviction. Mm-hmm. But deep down inside is produced by a purpose from God. So yeah, that's what I believe. Thank you, Rashawn. I think that's so beautiful and true. And um, for those listening today, if they want to dive more into your work, if they want to get those daily devotionals from you, if they want to hear more about what you do from an inspiration, faith-based side, or if they want to learn about how your strategies could potentially help their business, where can they find you online and find your website? Okay. One of the greatest things that uh, we've walked into this year now we have an online phone to, con- uh, to cultivate stronger communities, Julie. And that number is 678-667-6582. Again, 678-667-6582. And from there, we love to be available to people, encourage them, love on them. But Twitter, 8HypeSir, Facebook, Rashawn Copeland, 
podcast, scriptures and stories podcast. And that's about it. <laughs> yes, I know. Thank you for mentioning your podcast. He has a great podcast. Definitely check it out for sure. Um, I definitely have to have you on there ASAP. I would love to. That would be great. And then again, if you're listening, yes, yes. I want to hear it. Yeah, of course. Thank you, Rashawn. And if you're again, if you're listening and you want to get the transcript from today's episode, head over to juliesolomon.net forward slash 129. Again, that's juliesolomon.net forward slash 129 to get your free transcript to today's episode with Rashawn. Thank you so much for coming on today. You, I love your encouragement. You're such a light. Your smile just lights up the entire universe. And it was just such an honor to be able to have you in my life and in my space today. So thank oh, you so much. Thank you, Julie. All right. That is it for today. Now, as you know, some of our best conversations actually happen after the show. So I want you to find me on Instagram, head on over to our Facebook group at the Influencer Podcast, and let me know your thoughts about today's show. All right. I will see you again, same time, same place next week.